listen I've been for 40 years in Africa 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 is a, 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 my very favorite com continent what I have seen God do in Nigeria defies all description so mighty so glorious so fantastic and when I was a young evangelist there I was just about 30 or 31 years of age I was in the northern what they then called in those days the northern Transvaal in, of South Africa I had a crusade there it was a small crowd there were only 8,000 people and it was on an open field the elephant grass you know what elephant grass is it's as tall as an elephant we had our open space but then there was no road or nothing I had to drive my car through that elephant grass to arrive I just I just had preached I just had led a few thousand people to the Lord we saw mighty miracles of God I still wanted to be alone a little bit and I all had gone and I was there the generator was still running I switched it off it was a pitch black night no star in the sky no moon no nothing I could hardly see where where my car was I saw it then and I got in switched the lights on and drove away through that high grass suddenly there was a young man in front of me and he flagged me down I stopped the car I pulled the window down I said to him I said is there something wrong came and said no it's nothing wrong but I knew you would pass here I found Jesus as my Savior in this crusade and I knew you would come pass here and that I would meet you here because I want to receive the Holy Spirit I said what is your name he said my name is David I said how old are you he said I'm 17 years of age touched me so much I got out of the car let all the lights on that I could see was what I was doing laid my hands on him and the moment it was as if lightning struck him that was electricity he was bending backwards forwards and burst out in new tongues and it was absolutely wonderful something I had witnessed already so often so often he said thank you very much thank you very much I'm now going to my home village and I went to my the home where I the people with whom I was staying now here's the point four weeks later 
back at home, I hear people say there is a revival in Northern Transvaal. I say, who's the preacher? They said, you will not believe it, but it's just a boy. Mighty miracles are happening through that boy. I say, what's his name? They said, his name is David. I was preaching in another area. Then I already had a trailer. And this time I also had a tent. A tent that could hold 10,000 people. And one afternoon there was a knock on my door. I opened. He said to me, Sir, do you remember me? I'm David. I said, Yes. I remember you very well. He said, I've come to tell you what happened when I left you that night. He said, early in the morning at the crack of day, of dawn. He said, I approached my home village. And then I saw a mother. That is a very polite word. Uh, courtesy uh, among the Africans there. Uh, uh, a mother came towards me and she carried her child and the child was crying wailing whimpering he said I knew that mother and I knew the week before she had lost her first child to a fever now the second child was just as feverish he said I saw her and he said, suddenly, the love of God gripped me. And although by our custom, I could not have spoken with her, I approached her and I said, Mother, can I pray for your child? And she said, anything, yes, of course. He said, I prayed for that child. Immediately, the child stopped crying and said, I'm hungry, mom. I'm hungry. That kid was totally healed. The mother was so happy. She ran to the chief and said, chief, you know how I buried my first child. My second was just about to die when David prayed for my child and he is now completely well. The chief said, what? I have a daughter who's very sick. She was born a cripple. I have seen the best doctors in South Africa and nobody was able to help her. Call David to pray for my daughter he said he was called and went to that uh, 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 chief house and the chief said to him 
there in that hut in that hut is my daughter she's never walked go in that hut and pray for her that you Jesus will heal my daughter he said I I I went into that hut and when my eyes got used to the darkness I saw the girl he said he said she had twisted twisted legs completely twisted like spaghetti you know and there she was he said I spoke to her about Jesus I laid hands on her and when I started to pray suddenly he said we heard cracking noises he said and suddenly we realized the bones were straightening he said the chief waited outside and his daughter walked out he said for the first time in her life she walked and the chief was screaming everybody was screaming and the chief said David for the next 10 days you are going to preach here to all my people you know in Africa when the chief speaks you better obey and people came from all over he said they came from all over and I preached every day for 10 days I said David you told me you just got saved in my meeting what on earth did you preach he said to me Muruti I preached every sermon of yours I said hallelujah then you have preached the gospel people got saved pastors moved in baptized those people in water this is what God can do clear the decks God has something great for you in mind open the window and shoot in Jesus name humans are not meant to depend upon human strength when God created us he created us in a way that we would be power assisted. You may not know it, but I know it. We had a little Volkswagen Beetle there in, on the mission field in Africa, my wife and I. And when Annie went shopping and she had to park the car, oh, that was a job with both hands she pulled one side it was so heavy the steering was not electrically assisted not power assisted then 
we got power steering a little later and I watched my dear wife she parked with a little finger <laughs> hallelujah I don't endure my ministry I enjoy my ministry we are power assisted you shall receive power God knows that we cannot do it ourselves. You shall receive power. Power assisted. Being a purpose-driven church is part of it. But being a Holy Spirit-driven church is New Testament. And when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a mighty rushing wind. I like that already. A mighty rushing wind. That's how the Holy Spirit moves. I sometimes hear people tell me they need music to build up an atmosphere 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 well God bless them for their atmosphere <laughs> and you know I come from Florida amen yes I live already 10 years with my wife in Florida and I have gone th through two hurricanes and I can tell you this when a hurricane blows and you are on the street you have to hold on to dear life otherwise you will be swept away and when a hurricane blows I never heard anybody speak about atmosphere We read in Acts chapter 2, there came a mighty rushing wind from heaven right through Jerusalem. That was the first sign of the Holy Spirit. Our hearts are fireplaces for the Holy Spirit. And before the fire came, that mighty wind had to come. To blow out all the ash and all the trash and plant that flame, that fire. We are made for it. We are made for the fire of the Holy Spirit. And there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. Let me make a couple of observations that's all I'm going to do here but I believe it will bless you as it blessed me when the Holy Spirit showed it to me we always clamor for people whom we supposed to be highly anointed to get some of their anointing I'm telling you this in the upper room, the Bible explicitly says there were 120 people. And it says that the flames descended on every head. 
That means there was a flame for every head. Somebody in heaven must have counted the heads of the upper room. And all received that flame. All received the fire. It's not a lottery to get the power of the Holy Spirit. 10 out of 10, 120 out of 120, and 15,000 out of 15,000 in the name of Jesus. Say amen. Hallelujah. It's for all blood-washed Christians. First, we must be washed from our sins in the blood of Jesus. And it is that washing in the blood of Jesus that qualifies us to receive that fire from heaven instantly. Instantly. No waiting. The power waits for you. God waits for you. Glory to God. Glory to God indeed. Hallelujah. I've got good news for you too. For people who always think they are not worthy to receive this glorious Holy Spirit, this most Holy Spirit. Listen, the Holy Spirit has come for the best of us and for the worst of us. If you're washed in the blood of Jesus, you qualify. Are you happy? I think this is absolutely fantastic. This is absolutely fantastic. Why does the Holy Spirit come? When I was small, in my father's church, my father was a pastor. We give many reasons what we had to do before the Holy Spirit could come. They were of one accord. That meant they were in perfect unity. So we all had to be in perfect unity, perfect unity, perfect unity. Dear me, and that didn't seem to work out. There was always somebody quarreling. So now the Holy Spirit wouldn't come because there was somebody quarreling and the rest had to suffer. That's nonsense. All the conditions we put on people, I say again, be washed in the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the qualifying factor. And now, I want to tell you, and I give you the scripture, why we can receive the Holy Spirit. Here it is, John chapter 14, verse 16. Jesus speaking here about the Holy Spirit. He said to the disciples, And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, namely the Holy Spirit, that he, the Holy Spirit, may abide with you forever. He didn't say, you will pray. He said, I will pray. Now, we have yet another 
less feather for our own hat. One thing less to boast. It wasn't my prevailing prayer. Jesus prayed for me. And he prayed for you. His prayer will be answered today. And you will receive. You shall receive. You shall receive. Glory to God. Amen. The Holy Spirit will not fall on the floor. He's looking for those who are washed in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And you know what I suddenly realized? I suddenly realized I am a residential address of the Holy Spirit on earth and you are a residential address of the Holy Spirit on earth because he made our bodies to be his temple are you happy amen he's with us fully with us we don't know we don't need to squeeze the Holy Spirit to come. We don't need to bait him or pull him, pull him down. He is here willingly sent by the Father and by the Son. 